Inherently Happy, Episode 94, Setting a Happy Example. Yowza ha ha, my happy friends. My ideal self is one who can handle any emotional extreme by the adept application of the twin concepts of balance and growth. Being adaptable, resilient, self-determined, practical, imaginative, and confident. Mindful, grateful, and an all-around good egg. I want to be encouraging, helpful, and self-controlled. I want to be happy. And the best way is to choose any or all of those traits at every opportunity. When you give yourself a pep talk, when you interact with other people, when you make plans for the future, add the happy you to the mix. When you have to tell someone they did something wrong, don't get mad, don't get sad, don't get scared, don't feel guilty, don't start laughing or look to the clouds. Just be even and fair. Help the person make a good choice using balance and growth. I work large events sometimes where I have to run around and move entire crowds of people or direct a wide river of foot traffic over uneven ground. And you learn pretty quickly that if the crowd doesn't want to listen, they won't. Whether you go up to them in person or even over a loudspeaker, you still have to motivate them individually to get them to move collectively. So if they're lining up inefficiently to start their procession, then just saying, you're doing it wrong, move over, will all but ensure all goodwill is lost. And you kind of want them on your side. You've heard of angry mobs, no doubt. It's never in a flattering light. But if instead you let them know why and don't treat them like idiots or brats, then you might have a better time of it and feel better yourself. You're also very polite, but we're not doing single file at this point. So if you could move up, squeeze in, meet your neighbors, make friends. We have a lot of people to get in here. Thank you. Thank you. Or if they're standing in large groups near the entrance, stopping the flow of new arrivals, then blasting all the staff and the guests on the mic for not moving is unlikely the best way to go. Instead of simple, if you want to get into line, go right ahead. If you're waiting for your friends, then we have a lovely waiting area right over here. Giving a reason for your instructions often helps by including others into the decision-making process, empowering them, you see, instead of insulting them. They'll ask themselves, do I want to comply with this request? Well, it was made with respect, And it does make a lot of sense. So, likely, yeah. The passive voice may be unwelcome in dramatic writing, but when giving orders, it can make them seem more like suggestions and be easier to follow. When asking an audience to silence their cell phones when emceeing an improv comedy show, saying all cell phones must be turned off for the duration of the performance may not work. Instead, the casual phrasing of, this is the kind of show where audience participation is a big factor, but cell phones not on silent isn't exactly the kind of participation they're looking for. 
Or maybe you can't do your work until others do theirs. They have to do step one before you can continue on to step two. Telling them they're slow or are holding you up may just make them feel shame and then anger against you for pointing that out. When instead, asking for their help so that you can move forward and reminding them, should they forget, may actually get it actually done. The passive voice is one thing. Passive aggression is another. Well, I would have been done if you had done your job. Maybe don't say that. So, to set a happy example for yourself and for others in everything you do shows the benefits of cooperation with an eye towards future harmony and development. If you yourself are feeling good, then it's easier to provide that for others. Set a happy example for yourself first. And others may well follow. Ha ha. Yowza. <laughs>